0: Hello and welcome to another episode on the Lubumba Pastors Blog. I'm Masuma Jonathan. Today's lesson is entitled Acts 7, Peace that Passes Understanding. Our text to begin is Acts chapter 7 from verse 58 to verse 60, which says this, Then they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul, And as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Jesus gave us this promise during his ministry. In John 14, verse 27, we read, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. This is a gift we see, we all possess through Christ. If we are his, we have this peace. There is no story that so demonstrates the reality of this peace, like the story of Stephen's death. He was on trial for his life. Yet he didn't hold back from saying things he knew must anger the Jews. Though they had power and authority to kill his body, he did not tremble as he spoke to them, or fear their reaction to his statements. In fact, when they gnashed their teeth at him with such hatred, he peacefully and joyfully declared that he could see heaven and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Then, as the Jews proceeded to surround him and throw stones at him to kill him, he lifted up his voice and loudly asked God to forgive, forgive these men for killing him. Then the Bible says, he fell asleep. That expression is a common euphemism used in the New Testament, referring to a believer's death because a believer doesn't really die. He goes to sleep. He awaits our, his resurrection But I find the usage of it here in this moment very profound and thought-provoking because it connotes that Stephen was at peace in this moment of death. Are there sometimes things that rob you of sleep? Do you ever have problems or stress that cause you to have a fitful night where you are unable to find rest? None of us have ever faced our peace being taken away through men trying to stone us to death. But we see, even in this moment, Stephen died in complete peace. What steals your peace? I have allowed many things to steal my peace. When I drive in Kampala traffic with drivers speeding right in front of me as if they are not concerned whether anyone lives or dies, my peace often disappears. I long for the exit to the city, and I see my peace is dependent on village traffic. I've had financial burdens which weigh on me and lead me into fear and worry rather than faithful trust. I've allowed the attacks of enemies of God's truth to sometimes take away my peace. This example of Stephen shows me what is possible in my life if I truly take hold of the gift of peace Jesus has given me. Truly, a person who can react this way to their execution has a peace that doesn't make any sense. It is a peace that passes human understanding. Paul mentions how we can be sure to maintain this peace. In Philippians chapter four, verse six and seven, we read, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. To overcome fear, we must believe the promises of God. God says this is the victory that overcomes the world. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, we read, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. What does God promise us in his word? In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6, we read, So we can confidently say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear, what can man do to me? In verse eight of the same chapter, we read Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He's not changing, he's not changing his mind, he's not changing his promises. Every word of the Lord proves true. In John 16, verse 33, we would read these words of Jesus where he says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. In Romans chapter 8, verse 28, it says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. The key to immovable peace is unending trust in the promises of God, no matter our circumstances. We see an interesting contrast between the fruit of God in Stephen's life displayed here and the fruit of the religious Jews who killed him. Stephen demonstrated this perfect peace we read about in Isaiah 26.3, which says, You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. The Jews demonstrated they were controlled by the works of the flesh. In Galatians 5, verse 20, in narrating those works, it says, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions. We see that the moment of trial is what demonstrates what fruit the Spirit has produced in us. Joseph demonstrated the fruit of self-control when Potiphar's wife tempted him The Thessalonians demonstrated the fruit of love by the way they ministered to one another. The Philippians demonstrated generosity by giving to support the Apostle Paul in ministry. Paul and Silas demonstrated peace when they responded to their arrest and imprisonment with singing to God and prayer as they were chained up. I must ask myself a question. What do the moments of trial, reveal about the fruits that should be in my life. God has given us a peace that passes understanding. An unbeliever's peace depends on how well things are going in his life. A believer's peace is based on his relationship with Christ and is therefore independent, or should be independent, of his circumstances. That's why it's a peace that passes understanding. It makes no sense to a person who doesn't know Christ to forgive people who are murdering them. It makes no sense to have love in your heart as you're being murdered. But such is the gift of peace we've been given. I confess this is something God is convicting me I need to work on. If circumstances interrupt my peace, I'm lacking in this fruit. Let's take better hold of God's promises, trusting him with everything so we can truly be in perfect peace. God bless you all.